everybody so today i am going to be doing my summer tbr i decided to sit down and make a tbr for like the next few months and i'm like really gonna try to read only books that i'm really excited about in the months of june july and august because i just feel like for summer you just want to be reading like books that you like and you don't want to be pressing your issues you know so i decided to make a list of it's like 50-ish books and I'm going to try to read these as we all know I am a say it with me mood reader so I don't know how well I'm gonna do with this but spoiler alert I've actually already crossed off a few of these books already so there's that um and yeah I'm just gonna go through and I'm gonna tell you about all these books so maybe we can read them together because I would love that um, basically what I did was I went to my Goodreads account, which I just keep adding books to like it's nothing like I don't have 2000 books on there already. And I you have options to sort them by different categories and I sorted them by star ranking, even though I tend to not agree with people on Goodreads sometimes but whatever. So I sorted it by star ranking and I did like 3.5 and higher. I looked through all of the books that are on my TBR that are 3.5 and higher and just the ones like the cover or the title like caught my eye or they're ones that I've been wanting to read or what have you. I just kind of picked at random. So there's a bunch on my TBR that are above 3.5 and higher that are not on this list but these are just really the ones that I was like these are the ones I want to read. These are the ones that I've been itching to get to so I'm going to try to prioritize them in the next couple of months. So I'm going to go through all of those and you can read them with me or we'll just see if I'm an epic fail and I don't actually end up reading them. However it may go, it's the thought that counts. So the first one on this list is Six of Crows by Lee Bardugo. I actually was kind of currently reading this but I have to take it back to the library it was taking me a while to get into so we'll see how it goes but I absolutely loved the Shadow and Bone series and I would like to read Six of Crows and Crooked Kingdom before I watch Shadow and Bone the tv show on Netflix because like I've said before it's based on both I think if I'm understanding the first like 50 pages right it's like set after the Shadow and Bone series it's like in the future like 50 years or something um it's about like this basically this gang that recruits like some other people and they're gonna do this like heist um very like oceans 11 like whatever you know um so it's that i've heard so many people love this book but it is taking me a minute and it's like taking me more minutes than the shadow and bone book like the shadow and bone book series i was interested in like from the get-go and I just like I was trudging through them because I feel like they just are more dense I don't know these I'm trudging through because I don't like it and I feel like had I not been told or like seen over and over again how great they are I probably would be like whatever maybe I'm just in a slump I don't know but I'm just like not super interested so we'll see I have to return it and then I'll just recheck it out and we'll go from there. Hopefully I can read this and Crooked Kingdom and cross those off because those are at the very, very top. They have the highest rating. I'm going top to bottom. So the next book is House of Earth and Blood. This is by Sarah J. Mass, And I think it's so funny that I was just hating on her recently. But um, I have seen this book everywhere. People seem to really like it. It seems like it's just like about like 
demons and demon hunters. I'm not really sure, but people love her worlds, and I actually loved her world. So I, you know, am interested and curious about what this is about. The cover is very, very intriguing, and it is super hyped right now on Bookstagram. So we'll see how that goes. Um, it is like a zillion pages. Um, let me see. 803 pages. It's a fucking brick. So I don't actually know if I'll be able to read it. And um, we know that Sarah J. Mass's um, writing is like four times as long as it needs to be. So we'll see. But that is on there. And it has been like a thought in my head to read this for a while. So we'll see if I can get to it or not. The next one is Better Than the Movies by Lynn Painter. I have not seen anyone talk about this book, but it's like highly rated and it looks really cute. It's like something, I think it's like kind of like making fun of like romantic comedies or something, but then it's also something like this girl's trying to get this guy, but she ends up like something with her next door neighbor who she hates, but I think she maybe like uses him to make the guy she likes jealous or something. Um, it sounds really cute and I'm surprised that I haven't seen anybody talk about it because it looks pretty cute. The next one is Crave by Tracy Wolf. This I think is like a vampire story. There's like some sort of academy. There's vampires and like other monsters. I'm not really sure. And it's like this mortal who's at this academy. So I'm not sure why she's there, but the cover looks like Twilight. It's black, white, and red. <laughs> There's like blood dripping on a white, like flower. Um, so there's three on this list. There's Crave, Crush, and Covet. Um, I follow this girl on Bookstagram who's obsessed with these books and I feel like it's all she ever talks about. So I don't know. We'll see. I like vampire stories. Um, the next one is Five Feet Apart by Rachel Lippincoat, Mickey Daughtry, and Tobias Iaconis. Um, this is the book that was made into a movie with one of the Sprouse brothers and it is about two people that have cystic fibrosis and they fall in love, but they can't touch, etc., etc. Um, I actually have already read this. I just finished it and I will save my thoughts on it for when I do my wrap up. So stay tuned. Um, the next book is Perfect on Paper by Sophie Gonzalez. This book I wanted from NetGalley. I saw it on NetGalley like a couple months ago and I was like, Ooh, that looks good. I judged a book by its cover for sure, but I like the cover. Um, but it seems like it is about this girl who writes an advice column and then this guy is trying to have her help him get his girlfriend back or something and it seems like it goes wrong because either she falls in love with the guy or she falls in love with the girl I'm not sure um but I think that looks super cute and super like high school rom like I don't know I'm just all here for it the next one is The Grace Year by Kim Liggett this is another one that I've actually just finished um it is about like these girls when they turn 16 and they're like on the verge of like womanhood they go away for a year in the forest because they have magic and like whatever it's very handmaid's tale so i will give you my thoughts on that in the future the next one is second chance summer by morgan matson morgan matson pops up on this list a fucking lot i think her covers are deceiving i think i look at her cover and i'm like oh and i think that she like produces a lot i think that she is like the eileen hildebrand of like young adult books her and Sarah Dessen I think except Sarah Dessen's books I actually think are good Morgan Matson I feel like her books are kind of shitty um I've only read like one or two but they haven't been great but they've been 
just like fluffy and frilly enough that I'm just like sure whatever like they're very beachy they take place at a beach house like they're always like you know it's just I think she's like the Eileen Hildebrand of young adult books and so this one is no different it takes place at a beach house it's like their dad finds out some like bad news or something and so then their family all goes together to spend the summer at their beach house and I'm here for the beach house books those are my favorite kind of books honestly like if they take place at a beach house or like it's like a summer house that you're like constantly going to every year for some reason that is like my if I were a book trope that would be my book trope would be like every summer at a beach house or every summer at a lake house like that is it um, the next one is The Siren by Catherine St. John. This doesn't look like what the cover is. Like, or I guess maybe I'm thinking like Siren like Mermaids. And I don't think it actually is anywhere close to that. I think it's like totally, I don't know. Um, it's about like these two co-stars who hate each other that have to play like they're in love or something. And they're filming this big movie. Um but then something happens and they're like all stuck on this island and it doesn't even seem like it's about the girl and the guy, um, their ex-husband and ex-wife or something. It doesn't seem like it's about the girl and the guy. It seems like it's told from different perspectives of women. It's like the actress and then her assistant and then the producer. So we'll see. I don't know. It looks like summary enough and I've seen people talk about it on bookstagram that it's good. It has a 4.02 so I feel like it's probably good. This person also wrote The Lion's Den, which is another book I wanted to read but isn't on here. So I guess it has lower reviews because I know it's definitely in my TBR. So um, it looks okay. I was hoping it was about mermaids, but it's not. The next one is Love and Gelato by Jenna Evans Welch. I've seen this for years. Um, when, If I can see when it came out. It came out in 2016, so not that long. But I've seen it around, and it looks like a stereotypical, like, young adult book it has the ice cream cones on the cover you've seen it I know you have um it's a series I think it's like love and gelato love and olives or something I don't know it's like whatever it seems very eat pray love for young adults so I'm hoping that's not how it is even though that's really what it looks like um it's like she's spending the summer in Tuscany and then she finds like her mom's journal and she kind of is like living through her mom's journal I think it's going to be very eat, pray, love. And if it is, I'm going to end up DNFing it, but we'll see. The next one is Some Girls Do by Jennifer Dugan. This is another book I saw on NetGalley and didn't get, but it is just basically about these two girls who are, I don't know, they end up falling for each other or something. Um, but what really like makes me interested in this book is because one of the characters seems like very different from a typical character. Um, there is this girl who is like a beauty queen but then she also like works on old cars and so I feel like those are two things that aren't normally connected and for that reason I feel like that's interesting I like people I like characters that are different without being like oh my god I'm so different from other girls like I don't like that but I like it when they just actually are different and they just actually are interested in other things and they are a little bit of a unique character the next one is what Alice forgot by Leanne Moriarty this is, I think this was made into a movie with Julianne Moore. I'm not sure, but I think it was. It's been on my mind for a long time. It's not new by any means. Um, 
it is about this woman who is like 29 and has a husband and is pregnant and all this stuff and then she wakes up and she's 39 and she's divorced and she has three kids so it's about her trying to like figure out what happened in the last decade and that sounds so good I don't know why it's taking me so long to read this because it's always always been in the back of my mind and I just haven't the next one is Long Bright River by Liz Moore. I think this was on Barack Obama's like best books list. I'm not sure, but I think it was. And it is also a book that Katie Colson was talking about. I'm going to say Katie Colson's name a fuck ton on this fucking podcast because a lot of these books I'm like, Katie Colson said, blah, blah, blah. Um, it's about these two sisters in the middle of an opioid epidemic or is that how you say it? Opioid crisis? I don't know. Um, one sister is addicted to opioids and the other is a police officer that is on the opioid beat. So, um, I don't know. It doesn't sound like anything I would like to be perfectly honest, but Obama says it's good and Katie Colson says it's good. So we'll see. The next book is Ariadne by Jennifer Saint. This is my May book of the month club pick. And I honestly didn't really think I was going to like this. I strictly picked it because if I do end up liking it, I like the cover and that's that because I haven't been loving my book of the month club books. Um, I've been reading them, but then they're like books I'll never read again. So they're going in the little free library, but I, for some reason, I'm like, if I can get through this book and if I can like this book, I know it's a book that I would keep. So we'll see. It's about the princess of crate and I guess her brother is the minotaur and it's like a love story between her and Theseus. I don't know any of these characters except for the Minotaur. That's like who Percy Jackson fought in the Olympians book. Um, I love Greek mythology, Greek mythology, but I know very little about Greek mythology, like past like the main core people. So I'm interested. I think it's just going to take me a minute to get to. The next one is The Meaning of Mariah Carey by Mariah Carey. This is hilarious especially because I don't really care about Mariah Carey but I heard after this came out that it was surprisingly good I heard that it was like surprisingly good people really liked it I don't know what Mariah Carey has to say that's surprisingly good but I'm interested I'm curious we'll see the next one is How Lucky by Will Letch. This was a Book of the Month Club book last month as well and I actually requested it from the library got it and then didn't read it in time for me to have to take it back. So there's that. Um, I guess I'll tell you about this first, but then I want to tell you a tip. So first of all, this is about this man who is, I think he's like in a wheelchair and he thinks he sees like his neighbor being kidnapped. And so he's trying to solve this mystery. I don't know. It sounds fun. And then it is symbolic or like reminiscent, or I don't know what the word I'm trying to say is, but the curious incident of the dog in the nighttime I absolutely love that book. That was about a boy who had, I think it was about a boy who had Asperger's and he witnessed like someone killing a dog or something. I don't really remember honestly anymore, but it's like this whole whatever about, it's not even really about like that. It's more about his life. And I think that that is what this is, but I'm still here for it. So my tip is if you don't want to join book of the month club, which I don't think that anyone should join unless they get it as a gift. Like I think that is clutch. I think if you can get 
the subscription like a year subscription as a gift from someone or like six months subscription as a gift from someone like just ask everyone every single whatever and then you can just save them up I don't really know how it works um but if you can get it as a gift I think it's great because you get to pick a book so it's not like people are picking out books for you um but then you also get like mail every month you get the book every month and that's like super exciting and um I don't know I just I, I do I really really love it however it's I don't think it's worth the money because you're you're paying for a book that you're like you're forced to pay and you're not necessarily forced like you can skip months you don't have to just get the month like if you don't like a book for the month you don't have to get it but you are essentially being told what you're gonna buy like you don't get to just walk through target and say oh i want to buy this it's like these are the books that you have to buy and you have to buy them however like these are books that are coming out in this month or the following month or whatever sometimes you get books early which is fun but they are books that are chosen by people that probably do nothing but read books I don't know I need to get that job I don't know how I do that but tell me where I can apply for it and um they pick out like what they think the best in like each category is like books that are brand new or coming out this month or whatever they pick out like the very best so well in their opinion so typically the books that they pick are then books that are seen at Target, that are seen like everywhere, that are, you know, highlighted when you're at the library, that are talked about or whatever, that become Reese's Book Club picks or Jennifer Bush, Jennifer Bush, is that her name? Jenna Bush, Jenna Bush Club picks, Oprah, like, you know what I mean? Like those books then go on to be mentioned by everyone everywhere. So they're kind of like the trendsetter for books. I mean, they probably aren't but I feel like you know you get what I'm saying so anyway what I was doing before I had a book of the month subscription is I was going every month and just seeing what the book of the month club book picks were because there's like six books you can pick from and I was like oh reading like what they were about and then like just requesting them from the library and you don't get them as fast obviously but you still get them and so then even now that I get book of the month I literally will go the next day and or that day like the day after or the not the day after blah, the day I pick my book out I then look at the other books and if there are any other books that I would like to read I'm not gonna I'm not gonna buy them you can add on you can get as many books as you want but you have to pay for them um so I'm not gonna buy them but I go to the library and I request them and then I still end up getting them. Honestly, sometimes I get them faster than people get their book of the month subscription. Like usually you get it in like a week or so after you place your request or whatever. Um, but sometimes the library is faster. Like the book of the month works hard, but the library works faster. You know what I mean? So I got how lucky before I think I even got Ariadne, which is the book that I chose. But then again, obviously what happens is everyone and their fucking mom is requesting this book from the library so then it has to go back and you don't have a long time with the book so I just do that I'm like oh I want this one this one this one this one and this one I request them all from the library and sometimes it's like a hundred holds or something there's like a hundred people ahead of me but that's fine because I have all these other books that I need to read so it doesn't matter but I do know that like in a month I'm going to be able to get that book and like you know what I mean so I just feel like it's a little bit of like a hack so like if you don't want to commit to book of the month but if you are interested in like whatever the like hot new like best book is that's like a good way to go about it 
Um, typically, they drop the new books either the last day of the month or the first day of the month. It just depends on, I don't know what it depends on, but that's typically when they drop. So you can just go, you know, the first of the month every month and look at what the book club book of the month club books are and then if there are any that sound good to you instead of buying them you can just get them from the library i highly 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 recommend using your local library because it is nothing but great things for free so i'm gonna just continue with that the next book is the book of essie by megan mclean weir this is about i think it's kind of like a religious book or battling religion maybe um it's about this girl who's 17 who is the daughter of, yeah, it's the daughter of an evangelical preacher. And they have a reality show, and she's like one of six kids or something, and she ends up pregnant, and it's about them, like, trying to hide her pregnancy and, like, trying to figure out what to do. And I actually bought this book in, like, December. We went to a bookstore, just, like, randomly stumbled on it um, on our anniversary trip, and... I picked it up because it just looked, I liked the cover. All the books I picked up at that time were books that had girls' faces on the cover. Apparently that's my type. Um, and they're very like plain covers and they just, I, I can't really explain it, but I took a picture of it. I posted it on Instagram. If you didn't see it, then you missed it. But it's funny because actually I got, the, I got those three books and all three of those books are on this list. So we'll come back to that. The next one is Take Me Home Tonight, which is another Morgan Matson. This is, a, I think, I don't know. I think I saw it on NetGalley. I'm not sure. But it's about these two girls that something happens to, like, their phones or something. And they're in the middle of New York. And it's, like, one night in New York. And that just sounds fun. The next one is Honey Girl by Morgan Rogers. I obviously already read this. I posted it in, or I talked about it in my um, May wrap-up, I believe. May wrap up, I think. So, um, yeah, loved it. It was great. Highly recommend. Cool for the Summer by Dahlia Adler. This is about this girl who's, like, super obsessed with, like, the football star, like, super hot, high school boy, whatever. And then she, like, ends up, like, getting him. But then she can't stop thinking about, like, this girl in her dreams. So, like, the cover, there, she has these, like, heart glasses, which is super cute. And there's a girl in one and a guy in the other. And so she's, like trying to figure out like which one or I don't know whatever um it looks like such a classic like summer whatever cool for the summer is such a fun like it just sounds so fun the next one is the maidens by alex michaelides this book alex michaelides is a like what is it called oh auto buy it is he's an auto buy for me so i read the silent patient and it was fantastic like the twist never saw it coming it was so good i was I, I loved it. I loved it so much. So it's like one of the, probably in like the top five of books I would recommend for literally anyone. Like that's like probably in my top five recommendations because it's super good. And I think that just about anybody would like it. So this book, when I saw he was coming out with another book, which this has been, I mean, it's publication date is June 15th, but, or expected publication, June 15th, first published June 8th. I don't know what the difference is, but anyway, today's June 9th. So it might be out today. It might be out June 15th. I'm not sure, but I've seen people talking about this for months, 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 months. And so this is me using my hack. I saw people talking about this months ago and I requested it months ago. 
maybe like a month or two. And I still haven't gotten it, but I canceled it because it was in Book of the Month Club. And so I just got it as my Book of the Month Club this month. And I'm so excited. It's not here yet, but it will be. And I can't wait to read it. It is about, there's like a murder at Cambridge University. And this woman who used to go there tries to solve it. I don't know. I don't care. I just, he's an auto buy. No questions asked. There was little thought that was put into me picking his book because I was like, absolutely, this is what I want. The next one is Withering Heights by Emily Bronte. Um, gotta do it. It's gotta happen. It's gonna happen. Um, I gotta get through Anna Karenina, which is funnily enough, not on this list because I don't want to read it for some reason. But there is a girl on Bookstagram that has been reading Anna Karenina and she is like, I'm gonna get through it. I'm gonna get through it. And she said it's surprisingly likable. So, that being said, I'm going to try to make that a priority as well. Maybe not in the summer. It feels more like a fall book. Or it actually feels like a spring book for some reason. I know zero about Anna Karenina, but we will see. Um, but anyway, Wuthering Heights needs to happen. I, I will read Wuthering Heights. You know, I, what I would like to do is the trifecta. I would like to read Wuthering Heights, Pride and Prejudice, and Anna Karenina. That would be just the trifecta for me. If I could read all three of those this year, I don't know what I'll read next year because to be honest, those are the ones that have just been looming over me forever. The next one is We Are Never Meeting in Real Life by Samantha Irby. I don't know who Samantha Irby is, but I guess she's a comedian. She has a couple of these books and they all seem like they're hilarious. They're in essay form, which I assume to be just kind of like little skits. I typically don't like short stories or collections or essays or whatever, but it looks like it's funny. I've heard it's really funny, so I want to read it. Um, some of the, I guess these are like titles for the chapters or whatever, is like My Bachelorette Application, The Miracle Porker, Do You Guys Pay Your Fucking Bills or What? You Don't Have to Be Grateful for Sex, um, Fuck It Bitch, Stay Fat, I'm In Love and It's Boring, 13 questions to ask before getting married. Yo, I need a job. Feelings are a mistake. And then we are never meeting in real life. So I think it looks really funny. So I would like to try to read it. I feel like it would be like a Chelsea Handler experience. I actually have the audio for this. So I'm hoping it's, I haven't looked if it's um, read by the author, but I hope it is. And hopefully it's just like a funny little book for me to listen to. The next one is Get a Life by Chloe Brown by Talia Hibbert. Did I say Get a Life by Chloe Brown? Get a Life Chloe Brown by Talia Hibbert. This is the Brown Sister series. It's like Get a Life Chloe Brown, Take a Hint Danny Brown, Actor Age Eve Brown, I think. And they're all three about three different black women and like their various whatever. So Chloe Brown, I think, is the middle child, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and she is... Um, something happens where she like almost dies or something. And so then she makes a bucket list and then she gets this guy who's kind of grumpy to help her complete her bucket list. And it seems cute. I've seen a lot of people, like a lot of people really love these books and I have yet to read any of them. My friend Sarah DNF'd this book and she does not DNF lightly. So I'm a little concerned that I'm going to end up not liking these, but I do want to try. I don't think you necessarily have to read all three of them, but I don't think I would be able to not read them, all three of them, and not read them in order. So I have to start with Get a Life, Chloe Brown. But I've seen really great things about it elsewhere, so maybe she was just in a bad place when she decided to DNF it. I don't know. The next one is The Lost Apothecary by Sarah Penner. This is a female apothecary that dispenses poisons to women, so... 
Um, if they need to kill their husbands for whatever reason, um, they go to this apothecary. And I think it is like in the future, somebody finds like a vial of it and wants to know the story behind it or whatever. I will say, so it looks, the cover is so beautiful. It is maybe the most beautiful cover I've ever seen. It is just like, it's stunning. Just look it up. It's beautiful. Um, a lot of people have said it looks like a fantasy and it does, but it's actually like historical fiction. Um, so it's a little bit deceiving. So if you're going into it thinking it's one thing and then you read it and you're like, what the fuck am I reading? Um, I originally was like, oh my God, this looks great. This looks beautiful. And then found out it was historical fiction and I was like, well, never mind. But then Katie Colson read it and she gave it three stars and she said it was like just okay. And she like wasn't super interested, but her explaining it to me, I was kind of interested. And I just finished reading a historical fiction book and I liked it. So I feel like I'm going to give this one a chance and see because you never know. Maybe, maybe I'm on an upswing for historical fiction. The next one is Mrs. Everything by Jennifer Weiner. This is a book that I got for my birthday or something one year. I think I got it for my birthday last year, maybe. Um, and I still haven't read it because just book things. And I don't know how I feel about Jennifer Weiner. I think I've read a couple of her books that I've really liked, but then I just read Big Summer and I fucking hated it. So we'll see. This one doesn't look redeeming at all to me. It looks like it is a historical fiction book and that's not my thing. It's about two sisters. One is like, it looks like gender roles. It's like stereotypically like feminine. And then one is like not one is like a tomboy. So, um, that's all I really know what it is, but we'll see. I own it. So I have time. It doesn't, I'm, you know, I'm not waiting on a library hold or anything. It's just sitting there, but it's probably closer to the bottom of this list, but I do want to read it because it's been sitting there for so long. The next one is The Virgin Suicides by Jeffrey Eugenides. I wanted to watch the movie because it has Kristen Dunst in it, I think, and then I never did. It's something about these girls who I think are like kept inside, like they're not allowed to do anything, they're not allowed to date, and then they're allowed to go like on one date or something. Um, I think it's like them kind of being a little bit slutty or something, promiscuous, I'm not really sure. But it looks good. And I need a book that was a bestseller in the 90s still for my Pop Sugar Reading Challenge. So that has been on my mind. The next one is The Strange Case of the Alchemist's Daughter by Theodora Goss. This is another Katie Coulson recommendation. She's obsessed with this book series. And I think it sounds fun. I don't know if it's too like dark and twisty for me. But it's like um, the daughter of Jekyll and or Hyde or something and um like the daughter of like Frankenstein and Dracula and like all of these like the daughters have all these like monsters and stuff um they are working with like Sherlock Holmes and Watson and they're solving a mystery or something I don't know it sounds fun I like sort of spin-off situations I like um my husband and I were just talking about this I like the reverse story the Maleficent and things like that I like the villain side of the story I love those I have I, I had at one time I don't have it anymore um the Frozen like retelling from like Hans's perspective and it was actually like really interesting and it was definitely not meant for my age range I also at some point want to read all of the like villain tales and stuff like that like all the books that are told from like villains points of views and there's like different brands of those like there's there's 
a lot of those. There's a lot of different, I saw a TikTok where there's like levels where there's like the young adult, the adult, like the, like ones that have, I guess, like sex in them and stuff. I don't know. So, um, those are always like also in the back of my head that I would like to read those, but it's like, I, you know, when am I going to do that? The next one is The Second Summer of the Sisterhood. This is the second book in the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants series by Anne Brashares. I own this book and I have no idea if I've even read it or not, but um, there's like five books in the series and I've only read the first one, maybe this one. Um, so I want to read it and finish the series because I really, really enjoyed reading The Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants and in the last, whenever that was, a couple months ago. The next one is another Morgan Matson. It is Save the Date. And it's either this one or Since You've Been Gone that I've heard is terrible. Since You've Been Gone, I think. Um, this one I've also heard is not great. Um, but it is about this girl whose sister is getting married and everything goes wrong. And, you know, it just looks fluffy and light. And I just want to read it because I do. The next one is Cinderella is Dead by Kaylin Bayron. And it is 200 years after Cinderella and, like, that whole story. But now teenage girls are forced to go to the ball and then they are made a wife at the ball. And if they don't get picked to be a wife, then they disappear and nobody knows what happens to them. And so there's this one girl who doesn't want to participate in this and then she ends up finding this like mystery or something about Cinderella or something. I don't know. The cover looks stunning. It's this black girl in like a big Cinderella ball gown and I have been very excited to read it. So that's on this list. The next one is You Had Me at Ola um, by Alexis Daria. And this is another like the girl and the guy are co-stars on like, I want to say some sort of like telenovela or something. Yeah, it is telenovela. Um, and they hate each other, but I guess they probably end up falling in love and we're here for that. This one, I have no idea why it's on here. It's The Hunting Wives by May Cobb. Reading the background or the whatever reading the description I I the, nothing about this is something I want to read um I just like the cover there's like a bullet and then lipsticks I don't know it's something about like these women in Texas who are hunting wives I guess I don't know and then there's a murder and I think they try to solve it or something I have no idea but it's on here so deal with it the next one is Shipped by Angie Hockman. I'm actually listening to this book right now and the audio for this book is so fucking terrible. It's it's honestly infuriating. Like I want to try to find someone to complain to about it because it's so bad. Um, it's like muffled. Like you can't really hear. I'm like blasting my speakers and like trying to ruin my ears and like it's still, I still can barely hear it. It doesn't help that I listen to it on two times speed. But even when I slowed it down, I still can't really hear it or understand it. Like, it's so muffled. It's dreadful. I like it so far, and I feel like I will like it. I feel like it's, I mean, it's it's very similar to every other book of this sort of thing. But I do like it so far, but it's frustrating because I can barely hear it. And, like, I keep wanting to stop, but I'm already halfway through, so I'm like, just fucking come on. But I might end up requesting it, but I feel like something about these books, something about these, like, I think it's like rom-coms. If I have to physically read it, I am so fucking bored. Like I can physically read like thrillers and fantasy and stuff like that. But for some reason, I feel like rom-coms, I'm just like, oh my God, I need it sped up. I need it like whatever, because like, it's just like, it's all the same, you know, like thrillers and 
contemporaries and young adult books and fantasy like those books are all different like there's always something different romantic comedies are literally at the end of the day two people falling in love you know what I mean like they're it's it's the same thing over and over and over like with a YA book it could be about heartbreak it could be about your best friend being an asshole it could be about your parents it could be about whatever like and every other category could be about like literally anything but with a rom-com like it's you know that this character and this character are gonna end up together in the end and it doesn't matter if they hate each other in the beginning like they're gonna get together so I think like I just need the sped up version of a rom-com and I enjoy them but it's like I already know what's gonna happen so I need like there to just just pick up the pace a little bit like let's cut out these 600 fucking words and let's just like you know whatever um so hopefully I can just keep up with this freaking audio and just be done or whatever because I I do have a very strong feeling that if I don't finish the audio I won't finish this book because I just don't see me getting it from the library and being like hey what's up I don't know we'll see the next one is the baddest girl on the planet I have absolutely no idea what this book is about it's like some sort of coming of age contemporary I don't fucking know but it's there I don't know it's there the next one is the awakening by LJ Smith this is the vampire diaries book it is the book that the vampire diaries tv show was based off of and it is terrible um I will go ahead and spoil that for you it's absolutely terrible terror of I was gonna say terrifying it's absolutely terrible don't read it um it shouldn't even be on this list I don't know why I'm talking about it because I already read it and I didn't like it but it's just really bad and I thought I was going to be really excited I was like really excited to read them and no just no the next one is the kindest lie by Nancy Johnson this was my February book of the month club book and I still haven't read it so I need to I need to it's about this woman who I think gave up her daughter when like she was like younger she got pregnant she gave a gave her daughter up for adoption and then now she's like got her shit together she's like about to start a family and she's feeling some type of way about it sounds great I just need to fucking sit down and read it the next book is the hazelwood by Melissa Albert this is some sort of like fantastical something like fairy tales and things like that I'm not really sure the cover is stunning and I own this book so I would like to read it um I just I just look at it and that's all the next one is where the grass is green and the girls are pretty by Lauren Weisberger I already read this but just in case you needed a reminder it's there the next book is Vox by Christina Dalcher this is another one of the books that I bought what that I was mentioning with the faces um this is the second one I was mentioning and this is about like some dystopian society situation dystopian dystopian society where women are only allowed to speak 100 words a day and yeah so I feel like that's fascinating and I can't wait to read about all the terrible ways that men are hurting women killing women making them only talk 100 words a day men suck anyway except for you Tommy I love you confessions of an ugly stepsister by Gregory McGuire I saw this when I was at the half price bookstore whenever that was and it like unlocked a memory because I used to own this book but I have never read it so I want to read it because I want to know what I missed it is also written by the person who wrote wicked and wicked was on this list and then I crossed wicked off because 
I didn't have the brain capacity and I saw a bunch of reviews that said it wasn't good. But Wicked gets like such like hype and like Broadway and I've never seen it or heard. I don't even and just know it's like the Wicked Witch's story. I love those. So you would think that I would like it. So that's something that I crossed off because it felt too daunting. But I might maybe you know what that maybe that will be my Anna Karenina of next year. Maybe I read Wicked. Maybe that's what we do. Um, and then this one is like from the stepsister. It's told from like her point of view, I think. So that sounds fun to me. I love the villains telling their story. Let me hear your side. What you got to say? The next book is The City of Bones um, by Cassandra Clare. This is the Mortal Instrument series. I've been saying I want to start these and I haven't and I don't know why. I own like six of them. I need to request the first one again. I got it. I read like the first chapter and then I had to take it back. So I need to read them. I want to read them. I think I will absolutely love them. I just need the time to do it. And honestly, summer probably isn't going to be it if I'm trying to read all these other books, but we'll see. The next book is Alex Approximately by Jen Bennett. This is like a Cinderella story sort of situation where she's like messaging with this guy, but she's actually working with this guy. And then she, I guess at some point finds out that it's him, whatever. Um, this is taking me a minute. I started reading it a couple of months ago and I was like not interested because the guy was kind of a douchebag in person. Um, but Kylie Dennison really loves this book and Kylie Dennison and I have the same taste in books. She is a Lauren Barnhold fan, which is actually the next book I'm about to talk about. And, um, she, this is like probably one of her favorite books. Like she talks about this one a lot. So I want to read it. I own it. I bought it, but I just like, it's just kind of, I don't know. Something is making me not want to read it, but I do want to read it. So we'll see. The book I was just about to mention or just talking about, um, Two Way Street by Lauren Barnhold. Lauren Barnhold is my favorite young adult author and Two Way Street is my favorite book, period. Um, if somebody ever asked me what my favorite book is, it's Two Way Street. When people ask on Bookstagram, like, what's a book that you would recommend or like that you stand by? Two Way Street. What's a book that nobody talks about that you love? Two Way Street. What's a book that like, period, Two Way Street every single time. I fucking love it. It's my favorite. Um, for a very, very long time, Lauren Parnhold was my favorite author. She probably isn't anymore just because my tastes have grown since I started reading her books. I was reading her books in high school and so on. Um, she has a ton of them and all of them are good. I don't think any of them are really bad. Um, I don't know that I still own all of them because some of them were less good than others, obviously, but, and they're a little bit like, they're very stereotypical, young adult, whatever, but they're very good anyway. And Two-Way Street is fantastic. I love it so much. There's also Right of Way, which was also very good. And they're companion novels. They don't have anything to do with each other, but they have kind of similar stories. So I put Two-Way Street on here because I think the last time I read it was maybe a year or two ago. And I want to make sure it still holds up because I think I read it like a year or two ago to do that because I was like, well, wait a minute. Is it still my favorite book? And so I read it and it still was. Like it was still just as good. So I think I'm going to read it again just to make sure it's still my favorite. But I absolutely love this book. If you have not read this, read this, please read this. If you read nothing else on this list, please read this. I, I just absolutely love it. it. Yes, it's young adult, but it's I, I absolutely love it. It's so good. It's my absolute favorite. The next one is Anna and the French Kiss by Stephanie Perkins. I read this a while back and I was reluctant to read it. And I don't know why, because a lot of people, it's like their favorite book. Um, like 
it is their two-way street, basically. Like, I get the same vibe from these two books. And I did really like it. I don't think I liked it as much as everyone else, but I did really like it. Um, but I want to reread it because I don't remember it. And then also, there are two other books. There's, like, Isla and something and somebody else or whatever. There's, like, three books, and they're not like a series per se, but they do have the same characters in the books. They're just different character stories, sort of. So I want to read those, and I need to read this one over again because I don't remember very much about it. The next one is Girls with Sharp Sticks by Suzanne Young, and this is the last book in the three books that I got on my anniversary trip. And this book is like a Stepford Wives situation at a boarding school can't wait love it I was gonna read it for the Gilmore Girls readathon thing I did but I didn't end up doing so so whatever the next one is the galaxy game by Karen Lord this I need to read for my pop sugar reading challenge for an Afrofuturist book and this one looks really good it is some sort of space thing and I don't really know there's like he, this person has like these weird abilities and whatever I just want to read it the next one is House of Salt and Sorrows by Erin A. Craig I need a book that has a mineral or gem or something in it and I can't find anything I was going to use A Court of Silver Flames but we know that dream went down the drain because I DNF'd it so this is House of Salt and Sorrows. So I think this is kind of like a 12 Dancing Princesses sort of story. Um, like there's all these sisters and like something happens and they're dying or something. I don't know, but it sounds good. I haven't heard a lot of people talk about it. I've seen some people talk about it and they seem to really like it. So we'll see. And then I also have Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince, is that the sixth book? Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince on here because I have been over the last few years, just whenever I feel the need, reading a Harry Potter book. And I think the last one I read was Order of Phoenix. And I think I read that last year. So I don't think I've even read a single Harry Potter book this year. So I would like to read Harry Potter six so I can start all over after I read this and the next one and The Cursed Child because I don't mind that one either. So all in all, there's about 50 books on this list and a lot of these books I own, a lot of these books I have requested from the library and should have very soon or, you know, what have you. A lot of these books I have the audio for already. So it's really just a matter of me doing it. I think I'm going to do pretty well because like I said, like these are books that stick out to me when I'm scrolling through Goodreads. Like these are the books that I constantly am like, oh, I want to read that. I want to read that. And then I have to read something else just because of whatever the reason is. I don't know. So I do actually think that I will make a fairly large dent in this. I also was trying to think about it. If it's like 50 books, like if I read like 15 books a month, which I do, I average, I don't know what I average, like somewhere between 10 and 20, I average a month. So if I can read like 15 books a month, the next three months, I will read a large chunk of this, especially considering I already have some of these books marked off. So we'll see how I do. I'll probably, I was going to say that maybe just at the end of this, I'll probably, you know, do a wrap up or whatever, but I will probably at least keep you updated on my monthly wrap-ups, how well I'm doing, like how much of these I've gotten checked off, 
and um, obviously I will talk about them if I read them in my wrap-ups. So hopefully, if anything, this gave you some ideas for things that you can also read for the summer. I know that sometimes people like to read like seasonally whatever, like you want to read beachy books in summer. And I totally understand and support that. I mean, all of the Eileen Hildebrand books are always in the back of my mind during summer because they all are tropical and take place in a beach. So, um, totally get that. A lot of the books that I mentioned are very summery. So there's that and, um, whatever, but I do understand if you're like, I just need to sit on the beach with a trashy beach read and not give a fuck. I understand that as well. Again, I'm a mood reader, so I don't really do well with lists and um, specific TBRs, but I thought it would be something fun to try, so we'll see how it goes. Until next time, ciao!